Welcome to Daily Steps from One Extraordinary Marriage, where we outline simple steps that you can take to have the ultimate marriage adventure. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. In today's show, we answer the question, what do we need to consider when planning a vacation for just the two of us? This wife goes on to say, we're coming up on our sixth wedding anniversary. Congratulations. And we've decided to take our first vacation. We have four kids, the youngest being one. And so now that the baby has been weaned, we want to take a belated honeymoon. Good for you. I know I've heard you guys talk about in podcasts about vacation mishaps. And so we want to make sure that we actually do a good job planning. Mm -hmm. And yes, we have had vacation mishaps. We sure have. There was one in particular where we planned a trip to Cabo San Lucas and Tony thought we were going to be on the interior side. Which is the bay side. Right. We had looked at so many different um, hotels. And so he thought that's where we were planning. And three days before the trip, I happened to pull something up and realized I'd booked us on the Pacific side. Which you can't get in the water. And so it was disastrous. There was actually a point in time where Tony told me and the kids that he wasn't going to go on the vacation. Um, Not one of my finer moments. No, no. And it actually turned out to be an amazing trip because there was a storm. And so both sides, Yes, you couldn't get in the ocean. We had a tropical storm hit us (laughs) while we were there. We've At least I've gone to Cabo twice. I don't think we're going again. That place just doesn't work for us. Only because we've got caught in storms both times that we've been there. No, the first time oh, was no, our no. Hun- the first time it was our honeymoon, and we were snorkeling. And this the snorkeling boat we were on ended up dumping right. diesel fuel on us That's while right. we were while we were swimming in the ocean. And this is our honeymoon, and so we get back to our hotel. We can't even get close to each other because we're full of diesel fuel, and it's like it was bad. Well, I mean, okay. we've heard amazing things about Cabo. We just have yet to experience Fair that time. ourselves. So, anyways, let's get back to this wife's question, though. Right, because when you're going away for just the two of you, and you know, with four kids, and just kind of going through weaning a baby, yeah, you need some time mm-hmm. for just the two of you. And yay for first vacations. Yes. We actually, just as a side note, you all should be getting away with your spouse at least once a year without kids. Just putting it out there. Mm-hmm. Your marriage needs you to have just husband and wife time. It does. Period. You, you need to do it. Let's talk from two sides of this though real quick. One, be aware of the emotional side of this, mm-hmm. the disconnect from the kids. Mm-hmm. That, that's real. That is real because I have experienced that myself when we first left our kids. Um, Elisa was honestly and is laughing because it was me who was freaked out that my if my parents would be able to handle the kids and everything mm-hmm. was going to be okay. So do be aware of that. Right. Um, talk about that with your spouse if need be. Um, just let them know, hey, I, I'm I'm a little worried. I'm a little tense. And and as a spouse who's hearing that. Encourage your wife or your husband that, hey, this is going to be a fantastic trip. The people that we have in place are going to be awesome. We can touch base every so often. It's cool. That's the emotional side. But let's talk about the fun side of it, Mm -hmm. of planning the trip. Right, because there's a lot of logistics involved here. you know. And there's a series of questions that you can actually bring into conversation for the two of you to go, okay, let's answer these questions and let's use the answers to actually figure out where we're going to go. You know, The first one is, what's your budget? Yeah, you know, let's bring a little financial intimacy into this, right? How much do we want to spend? Mm-hmm. And you can have amazing vacations from you know very few dollars to elaborate, 
you know, luxury vacations. There are amazing experiences literally across the financial spectrum. So here's the best way to do this. If you know you're going on vacation in a year from now or six months from now, how much you want to spend, start saving that each and every month. Mm -hmm. So if it's a $600 trip, you know you're going to go in six months, put aside $100 every month. And I'll tell you why. Because every time we've gone on a trip where we didn't have this under control, I was more stressed out on this trip. Because I was like, how much are we spending? And, and I couldn't enjoy the trip. But when we have a set amount, we know what we're going to spend. It's easier for me personally to just be like, yeah, we budgeted 600 bucks. The hotels are two, 300 bucks or what, you know what I mean? Whatever it may be, you're, you're in a cabin, whatever it may be. But if we want to go do this little excursion, it's another hundred bucks. Who cares? Mm-hmm. We, we know it. I'm just giving you you know, an example, how long you're away is going to determine your budget. Mm-hmm. You know, are you down, are you gone for three nights and it's going to be a local trip or are you going to do like Elise and I did on our 20th anniversary and we went to Peru for 10 days? Two extremes, depends. Road, are you road tripping it? Are you driving or are you taking a, a flight? For us, for shorter trips, we're cool driving. And we, and our limit is when it's a weekend trip, it's sort of like three hours. Yeah, We're sort of like, that's our... all right, we'll go three hours because we know it's a three-day trip. We have three days, two nights. We can leave in the morning. More than that, we're just not on it. If it's a longer trip, we're more than happy to drive. I mean, we've driven to Scottsdale many a times. Mm -hmm. It's six hours away. So those are some of the the logistical stuff. And I will say I enjoy the road trips because it allows for that talking time. I feel like whenever we get on flights, there's – it's a lot of – just, we got to get here. We got to get here. We got to do this. And then we get on the plane and then we got to go get the the car. And so I honestly, when it's just Elisa and I, I, I really do enjoy the road trip. Mm-hmm. You know, some other things to consider as you're trying to figure out where you're going to go is what do you, what do you want out of the vacation? Right. When we were planning our 20th, there was a conversation about, do we want, you know, literally toes in the sand and doing nothing? Cause we are looking at the Caribbean. We were looking at the Caribbean or do we want to just have lots of experiences and be out exploring and doing that kind of stuff. Right. And that, we, that is so key. Lisa bringing that up is so key because the two of you being on par together with that is going to make the trip way different. Yeah. And, and there may have to be some compromise, right? You may want a combination of both, and mm-hmm. but that that starts to direct you on where are you looking? Mm-hmm. And what are those things that you absolutely want to do on your vacation? Right. So you take all of those answers and then you start creating what we like to call here in the one family, the top 10 list. And this is a way for you to take all of that information and wives, you get a piece of paper and you write, you know, one to 10, or maybe because it's a vacation, you're only doing one to five. Right. And husband's going to do the same thing. And you say, okay, with these parameters, these are my top 10, right. Or my top five places that I'd want to go. And then the two of you come together. So now we've got somewhere between 10 and 20 ideas. Right, And you start looking at the feasibility and the conversations. And here's, here's the beauty of creating these types of lists. And you can honestly do this for any area of your marriage, date nights, whatever, is that when you have the list, it's not just for this vacation. Let's say you're doing a vacation list. Because now you have a list of things that you can do. Obviously, probably what you're, this vacation will come out of that list. But you have a list of ideas that you can start implementing for future vacations for weekend getaways, for a surprise Mm -hmm. trip, right? All of a sudden you take the intimacy in your marriage to another level because you did a little bit of intentionality, a little bit of work on the front end. And you said, okay, if we're looking at three day trips, you know, road trip, um, we want, you know, adventure and exploring, you know, so we want to be in cities and, and, you know, be able to go do all that kind of stuff. Here's our list. Well, this isn't going to be the only time the two of you take that kind of vacation. 
Mm-hmm. But being proactive, being in this place of saying, we're going to put this all out in front and we're going to build our vacation around the answers to these questions, put the two of you on the same team for this. It allows you to start having the conversation before you ever walk out your front door with a suitcase. And that's one of the biggest gifts that the two of you can give to each other. For more details on what needs to be discussed around those vacation expectations, check out oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash 364.